As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Well, hello again, and I am Nurse Mo. Welcome back to the Story Day Nursing Podcast. I'm so excited you're here because this is a bonus episode, which means very likely you're following or subscribed to the podcast, so it just showed up for you automatically in your podcast player. So thank you so much for being a fan of the show. Today, we're going to be talking about getting your partner on board nursing school. Now, before we dive into this really deep topic, I want to take a quick minute for a listener shout out. And this one goes out to Kelsey. And Kelsey was a student in my Crucial Concepts boot camp. And she says, thank you for all the hard work you put into your boot camp. It really helped me gain an edge on how to tackle nursing school. So Kelsey, by the time you hear this, you've been through boot camp. You might even be graduating soon. I think Kelsey may have left this review a little while ago, but it still absolutely means the world to me. I love reading your reviews. I love reading how boot camp has helped you. So what Kelsey is talking about is Crucial Concepts Boot Camp, my nursing school prep course that teaches you some core foundation concepts that are introduced in first semester, as well as success strategies. And the great news is, if you're listening to this in real time, Bootcamp is on sale. I will put a link in the episode notes. And if you're listening to this at some other time, no problem. Bootcamp does go on sale multiple times a year. So the link will take you to some information about Bootcamp. And hey, maybe it'll be on sale when you come check it out. Okay, let's talk about getting your significant other on board for nursing school in this bonus episode. So one of the biggest issues is that what I've seen with students and their partners is maybe the student themselves doesn't really understand what a big commitment this is. So this is going to be kind of the very first thing that you will need to wrap your brain around. The short version is that nursing school, it's just not normal. (laughs) I say that um, I've been through it. I've seen thousands of other students go through it, and it's 100% not normal when you look at it compared to other majors, other programs. The schedule is not normal. The amount of content just is so far beyond anything that I've experienced. And I got an undergraduate degree and a whole other major way back in the olden days, so I can speak from experience. The grading scale, 100% is not normal. In many, many cases, anything below, say, about an 83 or 84% is a C. And anything in general below a sometimes 77%, sometimes 74% is failing. There's no such thing as a D. As far as I've ever seen in nursing school, it's you're getting an A, B, C, or you have failed. So this isn't going to be like your friend who's who's going to school to study to, you know, learn English literature or to learn communications or sociology. It's going to be 
different. So one of the students in my Thriving Nursing Students Facebook group posted and said basically that on their first day of orientation, they were told that they would eat, sleep, and breathe nursing school and to kiss their relationships goodbye. Now, yeah, you will be really busy. Nursing school will be the main focus of your life for the duration that you're in it, but you don't have to kiss relationships goodbye. I find this attitude to be really toxic and absolutely unnecessary. So we're going to talk about keeping those relationships intact. And the, the key thing here is getting your partner on board. Okay, so I want you to just first accept the fact that nursing school will have an effect on your relationship. Okay, you can't expect it to not have any effect. It will have an effect. It will probably be overall kind of a negative effect, but that doesn't mean it's destroying your relationship or you're kissing it goodbye. It just means it's going to add a layer of stress or, you know, in some cases, a layer of uncertainty, or even just a layer of sadness because you miss being with your partner as much as you'd like to be. But those are not positive things, right? But they're not going to destroy your relationship. So they can be negative. Now, I have seen some examples of where nursing school has actually had a positive impact. So I'll give you a couple of examples of that later on towards the end of this episode. So just know it's going to have an effect and most likely it's going to be a stressor. So if you're married or in a relationship with someone, you have to accept the fact that straight up, you're just simply not going to see the other person as much as you would like. You're not going to be able to give this person as much attention as you would like to give or as much attention as they are used to receiving from you. And some partners can have a lot of trouble with this. And that's why we want to get our partner on board before that first day of class, okay? So again, just because it can be a stressor does not mean it has to be destructive, and I want you to understand that. I want you to understand that stressors are normal, and strong relationships with good coping mechanisms can handle it, okay? And then if you are a parent and you're parenting with someone, or maybe you're a single parent, it is going to have more of an effect, and you're going to feel it even more because you're responsible for raising other human beings and keeping, you know, making sure they eat and making sure they do their homework and just all of those million things that parents parents do. So nursing school is a full-time job. Being a parent is a full-time job. And sometimes you have to work too. So some of you have basically three full-time jobs and it is a lot to juggle. So when you are getting your partner on board for nursing school, let's talk through some general guidelines, okay? So the first thing that I mentioned was you have to understand what a commitment nursing school actually is. So let's start with the time commitment in a general sense, okay? So if you have your schedule, you probably already know how many credit hours you're taking, right? Is it 12? Is it 14, 16, that's kind of a normal range for how many credit hours you're taking for this upcoming semester. The rule of thumb for a science-based class, which nursing school is a science-based program, is three hours for every credit hour outside of class, okay? So let's say you're taking a 12-unit semester. 
take 12 and multiply that times three to get 36. 36 hours outside of class will get you how much time you're going to be spending working on your nursing school thing. So let's say you're in class or at clinical for 12 hours a week. You add that to your 36. You got a 48-hour-a-week commitment for nursing school. And I would say 100%. If you think that three hours per credit hour is a little high, I'm going to tell you it is not a little high. That is actually the expectation that your instructors have. That is how they assign homework. That is how they assign reading assignments. All of those things that they give you to do are factored in to how many credit hours the class is and this expectation, okay? So you got to figure out, how am I going to fit 48 hours a week of nursing school stuff into my life? So there's that one thing, right? And then you also want to factor in, so now that you kind of have an idea of the time commitment, think about the emotional stress, the emotional toll of nursing school. Now, I'm just going to tell you that I tell students all the time, like I want to prepare students. I want you to go into your first day, your first semester, eyes wide open, fully understanding what you're getting yourselves into. Okay. I think it's great. I love nursing school, but I'm not going to sugarcoat it and tell you that it's all great all the time. It's really hard. And one of the things that's really hard On top of the time commitment is the emotional stress, the emotional factor. So I'll have students, you know, I've been telling them, I'm in my Facebook group, I'm in my boot camp, I'm in all these places telling them what it's going to be like, and they still come back to me afterwards and say, I had no idea it was going to be this intense. Okay, so whatever level of intensity you're kind of thinking, just add on to that in your mind and your imagination so you can kind of prepare. Emotionally, it takes a toll. You're learning a lot of very, very new things. That can be a lot to take in. The exams are what I call high stakes exams. In some programs, the only grade you get is from exams. Not all programs, but some. And that makes every exam a very high stakes event, especially when the grading scale is what it is. And that test anxiety, oh my gosh, so many students struggle with that. And it can take a toll emotionally. There's also the emotional toll, that emotional stress of being constantly scrutinized. You're under constant evaluation. Not only do you have exams pretty regularly, it's not uncommon to have an exam at the very least, every two weeks, maybe more often, there's quizzes, there are skills checkoffs, there are sim labs where you're in a you know simulated clinical situation, which is supposed to be just a learning environment and low stress. But I can tell you, they are stressful because you feel, um, you know, like you're being scrutinized or judged or evaluated. And really, it's just a way to practice. But I get it. I was there. SimLab and I were not super close friends because I got really nervous in SimLab. And then there's clinical, which is a whole other ball of wax, right? It's this whole other thing, this whole other environment that can take an emotional toll. It can be a bit stressful. And then just in general, the massive amounts of content that you need to learn for nursing school. It's a lot. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm not saying people don't thrive. I'm saying if you go into it knowing what to expect and you have those coping mechanisms and you have a plan, 
you're going to fare so much better and you're not going to be so shocked. So I want you to think about your life that you have right now. And I want you to know it doesn't have to completely stop when nursing school starts, but it is going to have to change. You are going to have to make adjustments. And if you're in a relationship, the other person is going to have to change and make adjustments as well. So how are we going to make this work with our partner? Okay, so next step, once you've kind of accepted and realized what it's going to entail, the time commitment, the fact that you're going to be really emotionally, maybe a little more emotionally fragile, more stressed than normal, okay? Then you got to talk with your partner. You've got to plan a meeting with your partner, okay? And if that sounds dorky, just hear me out, okay? I want you to plan family meeting, okay? Sit down with your partner and talk with each other with zero distractions. This is not when you're, you know, in the car on your way to your cousin's house to say, yeah, it's going to be really busy in school. I'm going to really not see you as much. I hope that that's okay, but we'll try to get together and go on date night every, you know, every, you know, couple weeks or so. No, that's, that's not it. You need to have a very, very specific agenda for this meeting. So let's talk about it. Item number one on your agenda meeting with your partner is to share your why why this is important to you, why this helps you grow as a human, why this helps you realize your dreams, meet your goals, all of those things that are motivating you to become a nurse. It could be as simple as, I want to have a job where I make an impact and I make a good living. And this is a great way to do that. It doesn't always have to be, you know, some altruistic goal. It could be very, very pragmatic. Share your why. And if you are part of a family unit, share the family's why. Maybe you're doing this so that you can provide your kids with a stable home environment because you've got a stable job. So whatever your why is, you need to share it. And if this person loves you, respects you, wants you to grow, your why is going to become their why. Okay, so that's the very first way that you get buy-in and support from your partner. If you spend any time on social media, you have seen the same things I have. Students struggling in nursing school, talking about how difficult it is, expressing surprise about the schedule, and all in all, just feeling a bit shocked at the intensity of it all. After several years of mentoring nursing students, I've identified five key ways students struggle, and I'm sharing them with you in a free workshop. But that's not all. I will also share strategies and tips for avoiding these five common struggles altogether. So you can start nursing school feeling like you can handle whatever is coming your way. I've put a link in the episode notes so you can choose the date and time that work best for you. I really hope to see you there. And then you have to explain and discuss how this is not a solo project. When you're in a relationship, I say, if you go to nursing school, everybody goes to nursing school. Not really, but kind of, right? So if you go to nursing school, your spouse is going to be affected. Your kids are going to be affected. So it's going to take a commitment from the both of you. And if you've got kids, and if they're old enough to participate in household things like chores, it's going to take a commitment from them as well. And then I want you to share the expectation. 
Remember, our spouses, our partners, our kids, our significant others are not mind readers. We have to share very clearly what our expectations are. So I want you to set first an expectation that you're not going to have the same kind of free time, social time together, relaxation, downtime, whatever whatever it is for you. That is going to change, and that's going to be probably one of the biggest impacts that they will feel. So for example, saying something like, when school is in session, we will not have the same kind of social life or time to devote to one another or our hobbies as we do now. And then you bring it back to the why. You always bring it back to the why, because if you got their buy-in on the why, and it's now their why also, then this easier for them to be like, okay, I'm on board, I'm on board, I'm on board as you go through this conversation that you're having with them. Basically, you're getting their buy-in every step of the way. And you have to, again, have these open and honest conversations. You can't expect mind reading and you can't make assumptions about what the other person is feeling or thinking, okay? So first of all, you can't expect them to understand what nursing school is like if you don't explain to them what nursing school is like. Very, very often, partners, spouses, people in other fields think it's just like you went to college for any other kind of degree. They're not going to understand why this is so different from what they experienced, or maybe they saw you go through your prereqs, and yeah, you were busy, you were committed. This isn't like that. This is going to be different. So don't make assumptions about what they know. And you have to ask. You have to ask the other person. It's not all about you, okay? You got to ask them and be open to listening what they have to say. And a great question to use here is simply, what concerns do you have about me committing to nursing school? And I like using the word commit here because it is a commitment, just like your marriage is a commitment, your relationship is a commitment, What concerns do you have about me committing to nursing school? And listen to what they say. One of the things you could also follow up with is how do you think our lives would change? And maybe the two of you could brainstorm some ways that you think your lives could change based on this commitment that helps you meet all those goals and things, helps you, you know, get to your why. And you can do that together. So maybe the person has some valid concerns. Maybe the finances are already stretched really thin. And because you're going to nursing school, you won't be able to work as much or work at all. That's stressful. That is a legitimate concern that the other person would have. You have to be able to talk through these things and come up with action plans and commitments together. Maybe you're caring for like an elderly parent perhaps, and your partner's worried about that. How are we going to make sure that your mom gets checked on three times a week because I'm working full-time and now you're going to be in school all the time? We've got to figure these things out. Same with childcare. Childcare is probably one of the biggest stressors for parents that are going through nursing school. You have to have plans. And I always say, if you've got kids or elderly parents you're caring for, have a plan and then have a backup plan, and then have a backup plan for your backup plan. Other people that you can call in a pinch, a neighbor that can check on your mom, another mom from your kid's class that can do carpool pickup, whatever. Have backup plans for your backup plans. 
maybe your partner is just scared. Maybe they are worried they're not going to see you how they're going to feel about that. And that's okay. You can talk about these things together in this initial meeting. And sometimes that fear comes from maybe you are the type of person who just gives everything you have to this relationship or a lot of what you have to this relationship. And they are going to feel a sense of loss with that. And that's okay. It's a change. Got to get their buy-in every step of the way, right? So if that's the case, and these are the true feelings they share, you can help them see, you can talk them through how focusing on this goal will help both of you in the long run. If you're, you know, a family and you're looking at your future as a family, having a great job in healthcare, that's going to be good for the whole family, right? So get their buy-in every step of the way. And then the very next thing that I want you to do as you're talking through this, you've got their buy-in, you've shared your why, you've asked them questions, you've shared your expectations. Now you need to be very specific, okay? You can't just say, like I mentioned earlier in my example, oh, it's going to be really busy and I'm not going to have as much time to hang out with you, but maybe we can see each other every couple of weeks, okay? It's not going to be enough to just say, Nursing school is really busy. You have to be very specific. Again, you can say nursing school is going to take more time than what we're both used to me spending on my schoolwork. I can expect to be fully focused on my schoolwork for at least 40 hours a week or 48 hours a week or whatever that time commitment that you have figured out is. Be specific. You also want to be specific with how long this will last. Like a lot of times people can endure really tough things if they know there's a time limit on it, right? But if it just seems like, oh my gosh, this is never ending, that can make it really hard. So you can let them know the semesters are 14 weeks long or however long your semesters are. And I will have a break of about two and a half months in the summer. And then I will have a break of about four weeks in the winter. And this whole thing is going to take me about two years to complete from start to finish. When they know how each semester lays out, I'm going to be really busy for these 14 weeks, but hey, then I get a break and then I'm back in it. They are going to have a little easier time coping with the fact that you're not as available. You're not as present during that time. And then you have to get very specific about what you are asking from the other person. It's not going to be, I need help with the house, I need help with the kids. You have to be specific. Again, remember, they don't understand what nursing school is like, and you won't really either until you get into it, but you need to give the other person a very realistic expectation. So here are some ideas of ways you could get specific. You could ask, Can you take over meal prep? So think about all those responsibilities, all those roles, right? Think about the things that you could hand off to this other person. And notice I asked, can you take over meal prep? It's a little bit more palatable when the other person is asked if they can do something versus if they're told what they're going to be doing. I call that getting voluntold, right? (laughs) You're not volunteering. You have been voluntold. So Meal prep is one of them. Can you take over the laundry during the week 
Maybe you're willing to do the weekend laundry, but hey, can you take over laundry during the week, making sure the kids have clean clothes to wear? Can you take over tidying up the kitchen after dinner each night, etc.? Get very specific about the things that you would like the other person to do, especially if, our, you know, if, if there are things outside of their normal role in the relationship. You could say, I can pick up the kids Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but can you take them to school on Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Those kinds of things, getting very, very specific. Or can you get the kids started on their homework when they get home from school? And then after dinner, I'll check in with them, make sure that they have everything together for the next day. So you're divvying up kind of all these responsibilities and these roles in a way that still enables you to reach your goals and gets the other person on board with probably picking up some extra weight around the house. So getting very granular with this is going to be key. So like I said, Earlier, when you brainstormed all the ways that nursing school could affect your relationship, this probably came up. How are you going to manage all the household things, especially if there's kids involved? So you could do something as simple as make a list of all the things that you do and that your partner does around the house to take care of all those household things, all those kid things, and start divvying things up. And then the next component is to actually have this as a plan. You guys know I love making plans. I love all of that. This is where some serious time management, planning, and prioritizing will come into play. I would say sit down with your partner, get out your calendar, your family calendar, and really map things out. And I want you to, at this point, put in your uninterrupted partner time, family time, couple time together. These are your non-negotiables, okay? And if you're in my boot camp, you've been through the lesson or the module on organizing your life and managing your time, I talk about your non-negotiables. This is what I am talking about. You have to have these things that you're not willing to give up for nursing school. Like I said at the very beginning, how that student went to orientation and they told her to kiss her relationships goodbye. Um, No, you're not going to do that because you're going to have some non-negotiables and you're going to work them into your schedule. So start with those. And then start planning out when things are going to get done and who is going to do them. And then I would say, you know, get with your partner. I would probably use some kind of a digital calendar, like a Google calendar that you can share with one another where you have all the family stuff on there so that everybody can see everything. It's kind of like docking the space station. It's going to take coordinated effort from everyone involved. But when you can do that planning, when you have their buy-in, when you've asked the questions and listened to their concerns, and when you have an idea of who is going to do what, and you're very clear on that, you're going to be so much farther ahead than if you started school and were blindsided by it and you didn't have a plan. And now it's the end of the second week. You've got an exam tomorrow. You need to study. You've got to get a clinical write-up done. And you can't because your partner took on another responsibility outside the home and nobody's there to, to you know, take care of your toddler. So You've got to have all these things squared away ahead of time. So 
Most of the time, spouses are very supportive, but sometimes they're not. And I saw this in my Facebook group recently. There was a discussion going on about the toll that nursing school was taking on someone's marriage. And somebody replied and said, nursing school is kind of like a mirror. It's going to reflect back the real truth of the relationship. So in a lot of cases, the spouse or the partner who isn't supportive of you in nursing school maybe wasn't that supportive of you before nursing school. And sometimes this can be hard to recognize. So being unsupportive can be expressed in a variety of ways. One could be simply that partner who just will not take on extra stuff around the house with the kids, any of that, even if their schedule allows it. Now, I'm not saying if your partner's also in a really rigorous academic program or professional career, they, you know, if that's the case, they just may not have the bandwidth and you may need to find another plan. But let's say you've got a partner who completely has it within their scope of ability to take on these extra things and just won't and plays video games all day or whatever. I don't even know. Um, That's a partner who's not being supportive, right? That's a partner who sees your why as yours and maybe doesn't really care that much and isn't buying into that, isn't making it their why also. You could have a partner who initially agrees, yeah, yeah, I can do these things. I'll do these things, no problem. And then when it gets into it, when the rubber meets the road, they stop doing those extra things, stop pulling their extra weight, and it really leaves you in a lurch. That's, I would put that up there with sabotaging your nursing school success. And then it might just be the jealousy, the resentment, pulling away emotionally. Those are all things that can happen with someone who's maybe thinking more about how this is affecting them and not being supportive of everything together as a goal Again, I cannot stress enough the importance of having that conversation before classes start. It makes a world of difference. I want to share a little bit about what nursing school in a relationship with the family, with a partner, can look like to somebody who's not really sure how their relationship is going to be affected. So one student I loved, loved, loved how she prioritized her family time. She put into her planner her non-negotiable, which was Friday family day. And she was able to work her schedule, get her nursing school commitments, priorities, studying, assignments, all done on the other days of the week and left Friday completely open for family fun day. Did she get straight A's? Don't care. Doesn't matter. She found perfect balance for her life. She was so happy. She felt great. Her relationships did not suffer. She got to spend really quality time with her partner, with her kids, and she thrived with that kind of balance in her life. So it is possible. Okay. So I just wanted to tell you that somebody did it and it completely worked. Another student described her experience going through nursing school with her husband as her husband really really noticing that she was kind of a shell of a person during the semester. And I can see this. I can completely think back to how focused I was on school. And when you have that kind of singular focus, there isn't a lot of room for other things. Looking back, in hindsight, I wish I had had more balance. And this person says, you know, she would 
be described by her husband as a shell of a person, the quarter would end and then she would have time to commit back to herself, her relationships. So looking back at this, you know, it looks like maybe they realized that that probably wasn't very good balance. So they started doing a weekly game night and really found a lot of connection through that. It's not a huge time commitment, right? But carving out four hours, you know, stopping your studying at 6 or 7 p.m. one night a week and committing the rest of the evening to just doing something easy and fun that you both enjoy can be just so simple and so, so impactful. And then another student says that her husband would help her memorize things like memorizing meds for pharmacology, helping with flashcards, and even volunteering for her to teach him key concepts. Because as I always say, teaching someone the concept really means you can explain it and you understand it really well. So if you've got a spouse who's willing to have you explain the difference between oxygenation and perfusion or hypoxia and hypoxemia or diabetic ketoacidosis or whatever it is, by all means, take the opportunity to do that. And then this example really shows how important it is to have open, honest conversations where you ask questions and don't make assumptions. So a student told a story about how her husband started to feel resentful or act resentful that she would leave to go to her study group. And she sat down and had a very open conversation with him about it and realized that he wasn't angry that she was leaving to go study. He was upset that he thought she would be interested in him helping her study so that they could have a little bit of time together. So now he quizzes her and they study together in that way. So it's kind of a win-win, right? He gets some time with her, she gets time with him, and she also gets to study. I guess that would be a win-win-win. So if you're heading into nursing school with a partner, with kids, with all these family home life responsibilities, any of that where you're sharing your life closely with someone else, I want you to today schedule some time to sit down with that other person or those other people and have the talk. And if you want to relieve some of that overwhelming feeling that comes with being a new nursing student, again, Crucial Concepts Bootcamp is on sale right now. So if you're listening to this when it is airing, it is on sale now through July 18th, 2022. And if you're listening at some other time, you can still enroll. And hey, it may even be on sale. So go to the URL. I will put the link to that in the episode notes. So I've got lots of bonus episodes for the next several days. Make sure you're following or subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss a single one. See you again soon. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds like ocean waves and crackling fires. All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, 
the Steep Podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night. <laughs>